subtle skills, big results. Welcome to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Garrett and Matt with you as always. And we got a great conversation about flow for you today. Getting back into the great opportunities that we have to be in flow with our people that are related to us being their trusted advisor. Before we dive in, if you're new to this podcast, if somebody shared this with you and said, hey, check this out. First of all, thank you guys so much for doing that. Second of all, if you're like, hey, what is Ninja? Head over to ninjaselling.com to learn more about what Ninja Selling is. Look for the book, Ninja Selling by Larry Kendall, and join our Facebook group, The Ninja Selling Podcast on Facebook. Just search for that. Got almost 13,000 people in there who can help you along your ninja path, answer some questions. A lot of great community in there. Garrett and I are there. Every single one of our amazing coaches that are on Facebook are in that group as well as group experts. So when you see that little... so Facebook's weird. Sometimes it tags it, sometimes it doesn't. But when you see that next to their name, those are the great coaches within Ninja Coaching. So... Matt, I know you're a group expert. Don't worry. When that tag's there or not, I still know you're a group expert. I know. Well, that's... Yeah. Well, I got a little admin next to my name too. So yeah. So do you. You have admin next yeah. to your name, which is nice. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, let's dive in. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. We got we got this great topic here that Garrett, you actually brought up, which is like, yeah, we need do need to talk about this. We haven't done a, an episode on flow in a while. And we are seeing a lot of people go, I don't know how, why I should reach out to my people. How do I, like, I don't have anything to talk to them about. Oh, yes, you do. There's always something to talk about. And I think the where this topic came up was like every once in a while, society, general society will dish up these little like, you can't look at like a, a, like a slow, nice pitch across the plate. And if you choose to swing at it, you can hit home runs all day long. If you choose to sit there and go like, eh, I don't know, like I don't, it just seems like a lot of work and whatnot. It's like, you can let it pass by. You can let the homeowner deal with it, or you can step in and be their trusted advisor. Now, we're going to go down one path here, which is homeowner's insurance, which is not going to apply to everybody out there. And what I want you to be doing, if you're listening in a state where you're like, oh, this doesn't apply to us, this isn't my marketplace fill in homeowner's insurance with something else. And we're going to give you some other options here. So don't get stuck on that doesn't apply to me right now, because what we're talking about here is situations that homeowners are dealing with that we can step in and help them understand and be their trusted advisor, which creates tremendous flow tremendous positive energy between you and them that they're confused and you get to step in and say, I can at least guide you to the right people or help you talk to the right person that's going to be able to at least give you some better answers around what's going on right now. Or just be someone to talk to so that they can just... Or just that. Have a conversation about it. I think it's good for us to start and focus on homeowner's insurance here, and then we can fill in the gaps on some other things that you might be experiencing in your state. But Garrett, we've been talking to several agents in many different states um, who are experiencing outrageous increases in homeowners insurance. Yes. You're you're one of them. Yeah, we're one of them. Um, we have a, a family property here on the other side of town uh, and as my father-in-law and mother-in-law's uh, property. And the interesting thing is, is that they got reassessed here and we didn't realize it. The actual insurance company, which is a, a major national brand insurance company, they're not going with just the normal 
Rinky Dink. They they've got a normal half. You guys, I don't want to name names on this, but like a lot of people use this insurance company. They might have television commercials. They might have television commercials, and they've been doing it for a long time. <laughs> but it's interesting is is that they did not send out the notices saying that this has been adjusted. And when they talked to their homeowners insurance person here in town, they're like, "Yeah, they haven't been sending out the." your rates are changing because it's freaking people out how much they're changing and they're trying to find other ways of communicating with their people so they don't lose them. This is what happened to my father-in-law. Because of another real estate transaction he was involved with, they were assessing all the expenses and money going out as they were qualifying for their loan. And they said, you do realize how much your insurance policy just changed. And they went like, what are you talking about? And they're looking at it, and their insurance last year for their property was $8,000 a year annually. So $8,000 a year annually, take care of all their stuff. Well, that same policy changed to $25,000 a year. Light increase. (laughs) Oh, gosh. And and I mean, they have a big property, but $8,000, people are like, wow, $8,000 is already high to begin with. There you are in California. But gosh, $25,000. Holy moly. $25,000. So they're like, oh, so they went in, they went and sat down with their insurance agent. And the insurance agent was like, he's just like, like a ghost. This guy was not okay. And he was like, we are losing people's policies right and left. People are self-insuring, <laughs> which by the way, self-insuring, and I wish somebody could give me a better yes. understanding of it. It's no insurance is what it is. It just sounds good. <laughs> oh, I'm going to self-insure. We've decided to self-insure. Oh, you mean you're just going to go uninsured? Got it. You're going to go uninsured is what you're going to do. <laughs> Excellent. Good luck. Save some money. But a lot of people here in our area do not have home loans. They've owned these properties. These properties have been handed down to them. And this is where I think things are going to get really interesting with real estate in our local area and a lot of areas, is that a lot of these properties have been handed down and these people are running paycheck to paycheck. They're making things work. They don't make a ton of money. And now they get whacked with a $25,000 insurance policy where it was $8,000 a year. Well, and this isn't exclusive to the insurance company either. Like they may be losing people, but when they go to the other insurance companies, they're finding that the rates are just as bad, right? Oh, they're just as bad. This is this is like there are no better options. So they stuck with the same insurance policy or same insurance company. But what they ended up doing was they got a discount for paying it all up front. So they they're like, okay, well, we're gonna pay it all up front, which will get us a discount down. There's a couple things that got a discount here. The other thing is we're gonna raise the deductible on the property. So they raised the deductible to thirty seven thousand dollars, which is basically catastrophic. Yeah. <laughs> so they raise the deductible. Like, oh, you need a new roof? Deductible. Yeah. Thirty seven thousand dollars and they got it down to fourteen thousand dollars a year if they pay it all up front. So now they got to write a check for fourteen grand, right said there, and they have a $37,000 deductible now. So you look at that and you go, okay, that's a significant change in what was going on a year ago with insurance on that property. Again, as they talk to the insurance agent, they're like, everybody in our valley is getting hit with this. We got dropped by our insurance company about three years ago because of how close we live to open space. They show you this uh, heat map, which is funny. It's a heat map because it's actually for fire ratings. Uh, We are like as hot as you can get when it comes to like warning, 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 like this property might not be insurable. We're right there. 
And so like, I'm waiting for it. We've already been dropped by one and I haven't gone and checked my insurance yet or talked to my insurance person because I have a feeling we're going to get framed here also. This is not just California. And you look at this and uh, there's a lot of realtors out there that might look at that and go like, well, I I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. I don't want to be the one that's going to call them and then have them talk to their insurance and then find this out. I'm the one that like was the one that steered them there. Or you can look at it and say, hey, you might want to get ahead of this right now. Start researching your options before your insurance company adjusts your policy and go talk to your insurance agent and say, what should I be preparing for coming down the road here right now? Because you might find if there's no other options and you have to have a home loan on that property, I'm not saying you as a realtor say you might need to sell. But if you're the one that's helping them plan before it's an oh crap moment, there's a very good chance. I think there's a lot of homeowners in our valley that will not be able to afford the insurance policy. They can't pay the property off and self-insure, whatever you want to call it. They're going to have to do something. They're going to have to sell the family ranch. They're going to have to sell that property that maybe they've had for you know many, many, many years and move along and go do something different. But you got to help educate them so they can make smart decisions. So Matt, homeowner's insurance is just a what we're using right now in this moment. I mean, I have talked about this for years that when these things come up and there's lots of different scenarios, like we need to embrace this because this was one, we just had another one that just came up. What was the other one that you were just talking about before we got on? That was the opportunity. Oh, property taxes as well. Yeah. A lot of states are are going and municipalities are going through reassessments. I mean, before we pull off the homeowner's insurance I would encourage everyone to just go, you know, drop into the Google machine, homeowners insurance, and hit the news tab, and you're going to see all of this stuff. Um, major insurance companies pulling out of California, Florida, Louisiana, same situation. Hearing a lot about and and whatever the reason is, like that's not what we're talking about here. This is happening, right? And so these are these conversations when you're doing your annual property reviews with your people. These are parts of the conversation that you can have with the, with your folks. And if you're doing just a little bit of research and some some browsing and, and reading some news, maybe even talking to your insurance broker. And, and I would say if you can find a good insurance broker to have in your network, even if your policy is with a major company where you don't go through a broker, find an insurance broker you can talk to because they're really knowledgeable about everything that's moving on. When we moved houses, we had to change our homeowner's policy to a different company because the company we had was no longer issuing policies in South Carolina. And so we had to get a new uh, policy with a different company, which if you live in a coastal area or a fire area, sometimes the national big national companies aren't the easiest to go with because they're like, oh, nope, we don't touch hurricanes. We don't touch fires, which is essentially what some of the companies have decided in California. So these are all reasons to have conversations with your people. And that's what I was just going to say is like, we're looking for opportunities and reasons to pick up the phone and be like, I'm thinking about like all the people I could go have lunch with right now. And one, have a great forward conversation, build a great, you know, and continue to build the amazing relationship. And at some point during that conversation has no benefit to me at all. Say, have you heard what's going on with the insurance policies out here right now in home? Have you checked on yours just to make sure it doesn't affect you guys? Yeah. Or, and maybe they already have had something going on, but they just haven't told you because you're their real estate agent, not their insurance advisor. 
Um, but you say, hey, has any, have you guys, are you guys okay with your homeowner's insurance? I just want to check because here's what's going on. Here's what I'm hearing. Here's what I'm having conversations about. We just got hit. Like we as a family, like you should go check this out. This is my like current experience. I've had the conversation already with people in my town. We're talking about those opportunities where everybody sits around and says, how can I make more phone calls? How can I be in better flow with people? How can I raise my level of my game when it comes to who I am in their world? These are these, again, they're just dished up to us all the time, having to do with people's experience of being a homeowner. And you need to start to own, you're not just a real estate agent when they need you to buy or sell real estate. You are a realtor that helps them with the best homeowner's experience they possibly can have. And this is one of those ones that makes them go, oh, crap, I'm a homeowner. Yeah. Is this worth it? Like, how do we navigate this? <laughs> and yes, it's still worth it. Still worth it. <laughs> but and but this is where you come in, right? To help because people will read these headlines. They'll read the news. They'll get the notices. And they're going to start thinking things. And sometimes they just need to talk to somebody about it, right? And it, this doesn't mean you have to have the answers. I don't want you thinking, oh, I'm going to come in there and tell them which insurance company and all this stuff. No, no. Yeah. Don't do that. You just need to be a sounding board for them. Someone that they can talk to who is their trusted real estate advisor who can then help guide them and just kind of talk through scenarios. Because remember, we control the process. They control the decision. Same thing if they're coming to you with questions about things like insurance. Like, hey, what what do you think I should do here? It's like, well, tell me, what are you thinking about doing? Like, what, what are options have you already put on the table for yourself? Like, you can share... You can share experiences, Matt. Like oh, I can sure. sit there and say, like, this is what my father-in-law had to do. They paid it all up front and they had to increase their deductible and it got the the premium down. Um, you can share that experience. You just you never want to sit there and say, here's what you need to do. Don't don't be that. Don't do that. Send them to an expert. <laughs> yeah. Well, and so property tax is another big one. Many states, Texas is another Texas is getting the double whammy with insurance and property taxes. Insurance is insane in Texas. But by the way, there is no state income tax in Texas. There is. I mean, that's an advantage. They got to make it up in other ways. <laughs> I was just in Texas. We got our home closed down in Texas, which we love uh, for. Uh, I know that not all of you are Texas A&M fans, but we are in our household. So uh, <laughs> go Texas A&M. And uh, I understand why the uh, the auto insurance is so high in Texas. You guys proved it to me many times while I was down there. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so taxes, reassessments, which, by the way, this should be no surprise based on the incredible appreciation that's happened over the past several years. That said, counties, municipalities, states should be operating balanced budgets and things like that. So they should only necessarily be reassessing based on needs. But reassessments, of course, were probably going to happen at some point. And so when all of a sudden the reassessments happen, people go, <gasps> My taxes are going up. Now, in some situations, taxes have gone up significantly in places like Texas, where real estate taxes are how they collect their tax money because there's no state income tax, right? This is the opportunity to have another conversation with your people. Now, I do want to say this isn't the opportunity to say, hey, you might be getting reassessed, so let's go fight it, right? You don't want to start putting thoughts in people's head that like, yeah, the, they're wrong and we're going to go change this, but it's saying... Hey, you know, here's some information. This is a great reason to do real estate reviews, by the way. It's like, hey, by the way, you're going to be getting reassessed because they're doing this. And you should know these are things that you should know as a realtor in your area if reassessments are happening. You'll probably know because you get one of these notices in the mail. Say, I put together some information to help you understand where the value of your home is 
so that we can determine whether the reassessment is appropriate or not. Yep. And now it's like, oh, okay, because most people just want clarity and understanding on what do these changes really mean for me as a homeowner. Now, this will change what's going on with your buyers, of course, as well, which we can talk about here in a second. But just another great reason to have these conversations with your people is tax reassessments. I mean, it's like, here, hand it to on a silver platter. Well, and what I appreciate you saying is this this is not a chance to say, let's go fight it. Because I saw a lot of agents that took that approach of like, let's go fight yeah. you know, this, the city uh, and the state. And it's like, no, no, no that, that's not going to be the best way to approach it. At the, the flip side, though, is that I also saw a lot of agents kind of going along this line of saying, you know, yeah, this is all going on, but I don't want to waste my time. I'm doing so many of these like grabbing comps and putting this together that I this is just a waste of my time and I don't want to do these anymore. And I don't get all these realtors that are out there doing it. I'm like, this is a, one of those, again, golden opportunities. We so quickly can look at some of this stuff and say, from point A to point B, is there a real estate transaction in there for me? No, I'm not doing it. And the what happens here is, is that point A to point B is what you're dealing with right now with them. Then there's C, D, E, and F down the road that we don't really all of a sudden correlate to A and B over here. And those are the places down the road of referrals and them selling their home down the road. And who is our trusted advisor when we need help with real estate? Who's the one that's been by our side over the last five years as we've owned our property? That is the C, D, E, and F down the road. Yeah. Don't get caught in the A to B of what this is in, as it sits right now, because you could do a hundred of these and sit back and go, well, I didn't get a damn piece of business out of any of it. Well, stop it. That's not the point. Like, that's not what it's about. Like, you're here to be their trusted advisor and the one that is the deep smarts when it comes to anything that has to do with real estate. That's what you're here for. And I think that's where you got to break this mentality of, I do this to get a transaction. You need to bring it back to, I do this to create this incredible relationship. The transactions are just a byproduct of it. Yeah. The whole point of this conversation is, here's just two things that could be in front of you, depending on where you are, that give you reason to have conversation with people. So when you're like, gosh, and, and I would say particularly with people you've sold real estate to because they've like stamped, hey, Garrett's my advisor. Right. And so it's not awkward to call them with real estate discussion when it's pertaining to how they own their home. Now, you can also look for other things, right? If you look in your local news, you can just search for those real estate headlines, the things that other people might be seeing, which could be maybe, I mean, I wouldn't use necessarily everything as a reason to call, hey, Gary, did you see the headline that says that home prices are up? California is on a massive push right now, Matt, to eliminate natural gas. Like we are like, Everything is going to be electric. New construction's going that way. And everybody has come in and said, we're getting rid of natural gas altogether. We will support the houses that have it currently right now, but it is not going to be supported moving forward. I heard your electric grid's really good at supporting all of that as well. Oh, yeah. It, it sends little sparks off every once in a while when it gets overloaded. But yeah, <laughs> but it's okay. Because before it sends sparks off, they just shut it down and then you're without power. Uh, so that's always fun. Good thing you can just you know use your natural gas backup generator. Oh, it can't use that either. 
Yeah. <laughs> or open up a can of worms here, Matt. But what's interesting <laughs> is it's like there's a lot of people that don't understand that when you go to upgrade an HVAC system, when you go to upgrade and get permits for a brand new kitchen and a remodel, you might not be met with open arms of having that huge gas range put in and having the HVAC system being put in that is supported by natural gas. Like those things are clicking away. I lost my natural gas uh, HVAC system for my heater here just about six months ago. And I love the natural gas heater. I actually do like my electric one. It actually works extremely well. Well, you'd hope they work well. <laughs> we had to go through a, one replacement and then have it replaced immediately afterwards. So the first one didn't work quite so well. But that's a phone call right there. A lot of people, homeowners in this area, don't realize that when you go to upgrade, when you go to remodel, like these are things you need to consider and just say, hey, just do some research on it and you know see what's really important to you and what you want to do. And is it worth replacing? Is it worth staying with your system you have right now? Again, I think it's a worthwhile phone call to make. Not cheap to upgrade a HVAC system in California. No. Well, all of these things too, right? You know, things that are specific. If you're paying attention to new development projects, different things that are going on locally that could potentially impact certain people in your database. Because this, we're not, and I think the other thing to think about here is, you know, with homeowners insurance and taxes, that is a pretty wide reaching topic that you could talk to everyone about. But then there's going to be more localized things where you're like, hey, this affects about 10 or 15 people in my database. They're going to be putting in a, a new gas station right at the corner of their neighborhood. You know, that's something that maybe they'd want to know about. I'm going to let them know, right? And some of this stuff may not be easy to find, but if you use different type of Google alerts or set up in your calendar five minutes a day to check different headlines or, or whatever it is to just kind of be... Or who do you know who is on city council, county council, economic development boards, like whatever it is in your area, get to know those people so that you can have some information maybe ahead of the news organizations or things that the news organizations decide, ah, eh, this isn't important enough to publish. So, But now you have the information because you know what's going on because you know somebody. But Matt, going back to your comment of it may not be easy to find, like I would rather you take a little bit of time to go find it rather than making the excuse if I don't have any reasons to call people. Oh, that's my point is yeah. it's going to be, even though it's not easy to find, it's worth your time because oh. it's not a lot of time. It's not like... You're going to spend all day. I mean, gosh, there's so many things you can find in just a quick little search and hitting the news button because then it just localizes, depending on how you search, all these different things that you're like, oh, cool. I didn't know about that. Click the article. Read about it. Who are the key players in here? Maybe there's somebody here that I could reach out to, which also is flow, right? Hey, Garrett, it's Matt. I saw your name mentioned in this article as someone who has this expertise I work with a lot of people who might be impacted by this. Would you mind sharing some information about this so that I can help my people be better informed? Holy cow. Well, so we haven't done one on affirmations in a while, Matt, and I don't want to open up a can of worms here, but let's look at it from this standpoint also. What you need to do is you need to open up your belief system to there are an abundance of reasons to call and inform and talk to my people all the time, all around me, compared to the other affirmation that a lot of people run in their brain, which is, I don't have ever a good reason to pick up the phone and call, and it's hard for me to make these phone calls. They're two different belief systems that we see a lot of realtors hang on to. And I know some that because their belief system says, 
there's always reasons to call and there's always great information to share. What happens is when these things pop up, instead of you having to sit down and do big Google searches and to spend a whole day researching what's going on and new developments and what's happening, what happens is you bump through your normal day and you're talking with all these different people. And every once in a while, someone says, hey, did you hear what's going on? And you go, that's a reason. Like, that's one right there here. Like, write, write that one down. And then you're, you're going and having lunch with somebody else. And they say, hey, did you hear what my parents just had to go through for property taxes? And you go, oh, that's really interesting. I'm going to make a phone call to my insurance agent and I'm going to see if this is something really happening. And I should probably call all my people. What happens is, is when you believe that you will find information to make these great phone calls, you will find it. It's out there. It's not a mystery. It's not hidden. It's out there. If you believe that you never find good reasons to call and these calls are difficult, these things will flop around right in front of you, you know, all ready to go. And you'll step over them going like, oh, that's too bad. People are dealing with that with homeowners insurance. Huh. All right. That's such a good point. The affirmation and thinking of it. And even just just not not necessarily even the writing of a 25 time affirmation, but another example here, there's there's a sign at the corner of the main road when you get onto John's Island and it says like Harris Teeter coming soon. Sign's been there for like 30 years. And everyone's like, there's always comments of this. Hey, does anybody know about this? Like, what's this? You know, when's this coming? Oh, that's never happening. This and that. There's a phone number on the sign. Take you two minutes to just call the phone number and say, hey, like the signs here, what's what's the deal? Right. And maybe you'll get an answer or maybe you won't, but at least you've taken the step to learn more versus not learning more. And so Great reasons to be an advisor to your people, Garrett. Like there's just a an abundance of reasons to have conversations with your people, which the reason why we're bringing this up today is more forward conversation leads to learning more about your people, which could potentially lead to real estate conversations. Certainly will lead to hearing about life changes, which adds to your warm list, which is going to provide you with more opportunities to help people buy and sell real estate. So don't blow it off like, ah, not for me. It's definitely for you. It's definitely for you. It's, it's part. It's it's a, it's a little secret side part of your job is what it is as a real estate agent to people. Just to end this kind of on mindset, Matt, and have some fun with it because I know there's some people out there going like, "What do you mean you just think about it and you see you know more opportunities show up around it?" Just for fun as an experiment today, whoever's listening to this, handful of you out there, leave your day right now. Start your day and program in a color that you want to see more of whether it's yellow, orange, red, blue, green, pick, pick a color and just say, that's my color for the day. And I'm going to go see how many things I can find with that color. It's funny, as I'm sitting here saying those colors, those colors are popping off the screen of my computer. I'm like, there's red, there's green, there's blue. Like Now that I'm looking for them, they've been there for the last month, but all of a sudden I'm acknowledging them for what they are as a red thing in my world. It's an interesting thing when you set yourself up to go look for something and you program your brain that I'm going to be aware and I'm going to see this now. If you just use the color yellow right now for today, you say, I'm going to see how many things pop into my world that are yellow. And remind yourself of it a couple of times today. Do something where you write it down, take it with you so that as you're going through the day, just go like, oh, yeah, that's right. The color yellow. You might be sitting at a stoplight and you're all of a sudden going to go, oh, yeah, that's right. The color yellow. And look around you and all of a sudden go, there's yellow over there and yellow over there and the yellow over there. Here's yellow on the license plate. And then move along. And a couple hours later, go like, that's right. I'm playing the yellow game today. Where's yellow at? Yellow over there, yellow over there. There's some right there. There's a book that's yellow. This is the same programming that you would use to say, I find 
really good things to inform my people about and talk to them about things that they find value when I call. It's the exact same programming in your brain compared to the programming of, I don't see things. I don't have good reasons. Works exactly the same as the color game. So get good at the color game and then just say, I'm going to switch the color out for great things to call my people about and have meaningful conversations that they're excited about and thankful that I'm part of their world. Love it. Practical application. It's fantastic. Okay. So with that being said, thank you everybody for joining us on this journey today. Matt and I had a good time. We always have a good time. And uh, I hope you did too. If you want to check out more about Ninja Selling, go to ninjaselling.com. If you want to learn more about our coaching program, we help agents every single day take the ninja principles and apply them into their life, help them hit their goals. Insane goals. We have people that have coached with us for 16 years and keep us around and hold on to us because they know the value that we can bring into their world. We have that available to you. You just need to get a hold of us. We will help you find an amazing coach in our program. Uh, you can also go check out the book, which is Ninja Selling, which Larry Kendall wrote. And you can also go join our Facebook community, which is the Ninja Selling Podcast community, where we have, as Matt said, about 13,000 people in there, like-minded individuals growing their business, using ninja systems, new and old. We have senior ninjas in there that have been around ninja for a long time. And we have rookie ninjas in there that are just getting exposed to it for the first time. So if you go in there don't beat up on the rookies. They're learning. They're great. They are there and soaking it all in. And uh, seniors, and I don't mean that in the age category, just you, the <laughs> yes, veterans, veteran, the veteran ninjas <laughs> help those rookies out because one of the best things you can have is a ninja on the other side of your transaction that you're working on. Bring as many ninjas into your world because everybody says it's better. With that being said, Matt, thank you. Have an amazing day, everybody. Thank you. Take care, everybody. See you in the next one. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like more, visit us at the ninjasellingpodcast.com. There you will also find links for more information about ninja selling and coaching. Have an incredible day.